Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. There is now one person of interest in the case of a taxi driver beaten to death by a group of fair beaters last weekend. I'm Mac Rosenberg in Baychester, the Bronx. Changes to the outdoor dining setup in New York City? Well, we'll be hearing from the mayor about that today. The dry weather means you cannot use water the same way that you used to in Rockland County. Also ahead. Facing fierce calls to resign after a hit and run, Jersey City Councilwoman Amy DeGees says she's going nowhere. I remain committed to this position on the council. I'm Steve Burns in Jersey City. In today's 88 Seconds in Sound, when the rains hit Woodstock and the real fun began. We learned a lot about ourselves on that date. It's Thursday, August 18th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Paul is off today. And Craig Allen says... Uh, The rain is off today as well. It's not going to happen. Mostly sunny, warmer, the high close to 85 degrees. And we'll check in on when this drought may end in a few minutes. Well, after the brutal murder of a New York City cab driver last weekend, police now have a person of interest. And Mac Rosenberg, our WCBS reporter, is working this story and joining us from the Bronx this morning. Mac? Well, Wayne, uh, this case is far from over because there are five people in total that police are looking for in this case who they say beat 52-year-old Kutin Gimya to death last Saturday. This happened in Edgemere, Queens. Uh, The cabbie had just dropped off the group of people. This was near Beach 54th Street. The people got out of the car, ran away without paying. So Gimya got out and chased them down before police say the group surrounded him and kicked and punched him. He later died at the hospital. Now police say they have been able to identify one of those people as 20-year-old Austin Amos of Queens. He is described as having a dark complexion, slim build, and short black hair. Police have not identified any of the others they're looking for, but one of them, they say, might be as young as 13 years old. There's a $15,000 reward for any information that leads to an arrest, Wayne. Mac, I know you're outside the cabbie's home in Baychester this morning. What's happening there? Well, later this morning, we're expecting to hear from Kutin Gimya's wife, along with the New York State Federation of Taxi Drivers, and they will be thanking the more than 1,000 people who to this point have donated on a GoFundMe page for the family, raising upwards of about $100,000. And the Taxi Federation also has a message of zero tolerance for what it calls low-level crimes that lead to more violent crimes like this one. Wayne? Mac, thank you. We have an update now this morning on this defiant Jersey City Councilwoman who's being urged to quit and says she won't, and she has a reason for that, even after video showed her striking a bicyclist with her SUV and not stopping or slowing down and 
waiting a long time to call it in. Steve Burns is on that story from Jersey City this morning. Uh, Steve, what is Amy DeGee saying about uh, her hit-and-run case? Well, Amy DeGee sat through about four hours of speakers inside the packed council chambers here last night, almost all of them calling on her to step down. And then she asked for some time to speak herself. In her first public comments since that hit-and-run last month, DeGee says she feels horrible about what happened but remains committed to her job. For those who call for my resignation, you are heard. And I understand that you have concerns and questions that I respect and would enjoy any type of dialogue or discussion with you after I go to court. I do not identify with the perception that you have of me, but adversity does make us work harder. The hit and run last month was captured on video. A bicyclist who ran a red light flopping onto the hood of DeGee's SUV and then into the street as she sped off. She reported the incident six hours later. The tangled web of North Jersey politics could be a factor here. DeGee's dad is the Hudson County executive, and she also has close ties with Mayor Stephen Fulop. He has not yet joined those calls for her to resign. Live in Jersey City, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Steve, thanks. There's new water restrictions taking effect today in Rockland County, just one of the places so bone dry. So people who live there and people who own businesses there can only water lawns twice a week. Water cannot be used on paved surfaces. It can be served in restaurants only if a patron specifically requests it. Rockland, among several counties in New York on drought watch, lack of rainfall this summer has led to what is unprecedented low levels in the Ramapo River, which supplies most of the county's water. What's going to happen to outdoor dining in the city? We'll hear about that next. Let's get the weather day ahead. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. We have 60 to 65 degrees around the city and the boroughs. It is in the 50s this morning, a comfortable start to the day. Mainly sunny and turning warmer this afternoon, though, getting back up to around close to 85. The normal is 83. Clear tonight, 65 to 70, 60 to 65 some suburbs, and then mostly sunny, even warmer Friday. Mid and upper 80s, close to 90 in a couple spots. As for the weekend, a mix of sun and clouds on Saturday, about 85, and the first chance of another shower in the forecast is not until late Sunday or Sunday night, more so on Monday. Right now for the city, it's 64, humidity 78%. It is the Thursday morning news roundup, and what about outdoor dining in New York City? Well, Mayor Eric Adams is expected to make an announcement of some sort this morning about the future of all those sheds we see on what used to be streets and sidewalks. The mayor says it saved almost 100,000 jobs during COVID to have outdoor dining. But the outdoor dining sheds have made streets tighter, have taken away parking spots. Critics complain about the garbage piling up outside, the rats. Mayor Adams has previously indicated the city would establish safety standards to make the outdoor sheds permanent. What is he thinking now? Well, we'll bring you what the mayor has to say when we get the announcement. A three-year-old girl has survived falling from a third-floor apartment window in the Bronx. Her neighbor, John, heard the sound of her fall about 7.30 last night. I started screaming to them that the baby had fallen for somebody to climb up there because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't run down. So two guys climbed up. The girl's recovering now at New York Presbyterian Hospital. Just a leg injury, we understand. How she fell is not clear, and whether or not somebody will be facing trouble for this, we also don't know. New York City's public hospitals will start testing the wastewater for monkeypox and polio. That data can give them a real head start 10 to 14 days before the results are seen clinically in hospitals with people showing up. Wastewater testing will take place at all 11 New York City health and hospitals. 
Polio vaccination rates are up in Rockland County since someone tested positive and became paralyzed. Rockland's Department of Health says it has given out more than 2,100 polio vaccines since last month. Those who are fully immunized are at low risk of getting polio. It's a four-dose vaccine series, and the Department of Health in Rockland is hosting a vaccine clinic next Wednesday again from 3 to 6 p.m. at Martin Luther King Multipurpose Center in Spring Valley. Governor Phil Murphy in New Jersey is going to hold up business at the Port Authority, he says. If he has to go that far, should New Jersey drivers not be treated equitably on congestion pricing at all approaches to New York City? Treating commuters from New Jersey, period, but commuters differently, either if you're in the Lincoln or the Holland versus the GW, that's not going to stand. GW, as he put it, well, one potential tolling scenario would give drivers crossing the Lincoln a credit towards a congestion charge, but it leaves out people driving over the George Washington Bridge. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. Paul has the day off. Three things to know today. Lawyers for the major news organizations, including CBS, the Associated Press, New York Times, and Wall Street Journal, will today ask a judge in Florida to unseal at least some of the affidavit that led to the FBI's search of former President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. The Justice Department says that could compromise its investigation into Mr. Trump's handling of classified information. The second thing, U.S. military veterans and retired police officers are among Americans training the Ukrainian military recruits to fend off Russian advances. One retired cop from Colorado tells the Wall Street Journal they'll be better prepared than 75% of the Ukrainian army, despite many of them being tradesmen from electricians to tractor drivers who never held a weapon. And a third thing, the NYPD has named one suspect in the brutal killing of taxi driver Kutin Gema. It is now the WCBS 88 Seconds in Sound for August 18th. A rock music festival that drew hundreds of thousands of young people to a dairy farm in White Lake, New York over the weekend came to an end today. Bethel, New York. Woodstock was supposed to run three days. Bands were still playing on this fourth day, the final day. And the rains came. WCBS Radio's Gary Moore was there. The fences came down. The rain started. It became... One big mudslide. How do you get through something like that without it turning into something negative? People are pissed off, not having a good time. Everybody's angry, wet, muddy. No, it became a carnival. It actually became better because of the fact that everybody helped everybody else. CBS News correspondent John Lawrence with an analysis of the White Lake phenomenon. These long-haired, mostly white kids in their blue jeans and sandals were no wide-eyed anarchists looking for trouble. They remained polite, passive, and finally, as the area was saturated, helpless. At that point, the residents of the area, learning of the emergency, began to respond. Housewives handed out hot coffee to stranded youngsters who had not eaten in days. Catholic nuns passed around sandwiches made by Jewish mothers. And the police, many of them from the violent precincts of New York City, invoked the law of practicality and allowed the kids the freedom to take their drugs in public. So many people were smoking pot, the police explained, there were not enough jails to hold them. A situation to remind an older generation of conditions under which alcohol was legalized. And while such a spectacle may never happen again, it has recorded the growing proportions of this youthful culture in the mind of adult America. Walter? 
And that's the way it is, Monday, August 18th, 1969. This is Walter Cronkite, CBS News. Good night. Yeah, and to those who picture Walter Cronkite sort of shaking his head, remember, Cronkite was a deadhead. Tomorrow, the uh, traffic accident that caused three nights of rioting in the city in the 1990s, the Crown Heights Riot. That's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Weekday morning, 6 a.m., a deeper dive in the stories to start your day. It's on the radio. It's on demand on the free Odyssey app. Just search for it. WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.